hi welcome to the vaguely anime podcast uh welcome to the episode i am one of your hosts mike uh and as you could tell we only have the sex appeal here because we're in all three <laughs> 1080p yeah so we got go rid here. of everybody else because we can only have the sex appeal here yeah 100 percent. um hey anthony hey how you doing what's up mike doing well man how are you uh working a lot are you yeah same dude uh i haven't seen the same. outside since monday uh, How is that normal from no- from usual? How's well, I used to work normal? outside, and then I got a new job, and now I only live in my basement. <laughs> so I'm back to COVID time. Oh yeah. my god, I cannot imagine what that smells like. Yeah. Hey, Colin. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. How's it going? The same answer as when Anthony asked me. Oh, nothing changed. No. Fuck. You tell me nothing changed in the past three seconds that you asked no except that i'm realizing i forgot to get a root beer before this so. you're not being very proactive <laughs> go get a, go get a, go get yourself a root beer yeah i think colin and i can hold down the fort for a couple minutes uh, i don't know i, I think so no, that's why you guys can't have a, a recording episode without me are you sure because i think, I, I think, we, I think, I think we, could. we totally could i think we yeah. totally could yeah. you've been putting a lot of faith mike i set this up yeah yeah, yeah. i think I but i've also this. been the one to have to wrangle these cats every week yeah, it's called well, hurting yeah well hurting yeah no, wrangling's harder Wrangling is harder. I see Mike and come out with like the with like the dog poacher thing, where he, it's like the it's like the big stick with like the garrot wire around it, and he just like takes Sage and just puts her into that room and leaves her there until the next recording session. Well, the it's real crazy. well the real difficulty here is you're using tools meant for a dog on cats. Mm. Yeah, they could just wiggle. That's right why out cats not here. Thing. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> I just got that. I was just like, <laughs> I was oh, like, I, wait a minute. <laughs> I was just like, I can tee this the fuck up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my God. But um, so. also, I don't want to miss an episode because I'm, I'm part of the one half that started this whole fucking idea. Sure are. Hey, what's up? Sure what's are. up? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, honestly, now that I think about it, I think you and Colin have been. I don't think you both have missed an episode yet. Neither of us has. Well, one, it's his house. Yeah. And, and B, well, yeah, but I, a, I, I literally, I wrangle yeah. it. So I kind of make sure that I have to be here. Here's the thing, though. We could totally do it with an episode without you but now it's just a challenge who can't do it on first <laughs> well you see i just reschedule it if i can't work the thursday that is true he does reschedule yeah i'm just like yeah just walk into my house my parents are cool yeah geo's I mean, nice for you for you hey, mom not- and dad you want to be on an anime podcast real quick <laughs> for you not to be here you just have to like not be in the state i guess that but also true, yeah. like we would just record prior I think. Yeah, yeah we would, no, we would reschedule easy. the day. Yeah, yeah like Wait, we don't, don't tell them the trade secrets. Don't tell them the trade secrets. Oh, yeah, we haven't right. done that yet. <laughs> we haven't doubled up. Doubled up. Oh, we like two doubled in a week. Up on, yeah, like two in a week. Oh, yeah, no, we, we haven't we just We've just rescheduled. Yeah, we've just rescheduled earlier or later in the week. We talked about it. We have talked about it. Yeah, but we've managed to pull it off each week. Well, I mean, just think about with everybody's schedule and stuff. It's bound to happen at some point. Yeah, I mean. cats work. Cat works overtime all the time. I sometimes work really late. You, you get out of yeah. I was switching now, jobs, like, yeah. <laughs> and I have got my his other thing four. in another state. Yes, yeah, yeah. so, uh, so I mean it's bound to happen at some point. I don't get home until seven thirty now, so mm. uh, I'm always home, but I don't finish work till seven. Um, Do they monitor you? Do no. They have like a nope. They don't. Nope. I could, could I, I could be doing anything. I was say, you could just like. I mean, leave. the person that literally <laughs> hired me was like. Look, as long as you get the work done, it doesn't really matter what time frame you get it done. As long as it's between right, nine and seven. like yeah. she was like, if you have to like go do something, right, like, and you don't work till like seven, she's like, I mean, did you get the work done? And like, hey, you get home way later, or like, 
you start earlier in the morning, whatever. But I feel like that's this ad. I feel like that's not advantageous for you, right? Because don't you get paid out? You're not salaried, right? No, I'm paid hourly. Yeah. So like, what if you get all your work done in the middle of the day? Like, you just don't get the money, right? No. As far as they're concerned, I'm working. No, but I'm saying like if. Well, oh yeah, I guess you could just clock out whenever, right? Yeah, I mean like I'm not an asshole, but like yeah, but like I mean. If I, I'm going to be like, because today, right, I finished one of my tasks. Like, the task I've been working on since Monday. Yeah. So, it's we record this on Thursdays, people. Uh, so, um, trade secrets. Yeah. So, I've, I've, Michael. Been, I've been working on this one thing since Monday. I, like, I started, uh, I started at 10, right? Yeah. And they were like, and you I go sat, 10 to yeah, 7. Yeah, yeah. I sat down at my computer and was like, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then some, I got an email at 10.05. And uh, and this person, the lady that like did the interview for me, she was like, "Oh, uh, here's this person's email." And then that person emailed me, and they were like, "Okay, um, I'll call you at 10:30 to let you know what you're doing." And I was like, "Okay." So I just kind of sat at my computer on the, my phone for like 25 minutes. <laughs> was that day one for you? Yeah. Okay, so that's like, I I was getting there at like day four of my new job. Oh no! Like uh, day one, they were like, "All right, cool. Uh, we're gonna like face." talk like you know they fucking called me on uh it wasn't slack it microsoft teams yeah, oh yeah, yeah we're on yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're moving to that too we're yeah. on teams um too. we have so, slack and that I don't, I don't we don't have slack we have teams. i've never used slack i've never even slack, seen slack uh, i use slack for my old job it sucks but I like hate slack. yeah so microsoft teams like voice call uh, i couldn't get my camera to work i felt really bad it should have worked i don't know why it wasn't i got it to work after we fucking hung up because i wasn't gonna fuck with it while we were doing yeah, it. yeah of course because the uh my camera's USB is behind my my PC, so what? Oh, so to, like, you gotta like freaking yeah. lime over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't gonna do that. No. So um, anyway, yeah, she's like, all right, so I'm gonna share my screen. This is basically what we're doing. Hey, you see all these things? Uh, I'm not gonna go into specifics. See all these things? Yeah, yeah. We just need you to take all of those things, find all the paperwork that's connected to them, put them in a Google Sheets account, uh, or I mean a document, and just make sure that all of these things have the documents with them. And it's like, okay, cool. So I've been doing that since Monday, going through, like, all these things and being like, all right, all right. So then, like, uh, like mid into my day today, I was like, hey, I finished it finally. And she's like, cool. Okay, so you're going to do basically the same thing, but now with a different document. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I just made, like, a new tab on the fucking document sheet. So you work post-production, right? Yeah. Have you done any post-production? Well, I mean, they hired me as a PA. Yeah. I'm yeah, a post-production yeah. PA. Right. So, like, realistically, like, what when I did the interview, like, with the or when I was talking to the lady, she was like, normally this is purely uh, a post-supervisor's job is mm-hmm. what, what we're having you having you do. Right. Uh, but most post-supervisors, if they, if they can't get to all of it at the same time, they get a post-PA. So you're yeah. just doing the work I can't get to. Oh, you're right. her PA. Yeah, well, right. yeah, I mean, I'm the post-production PA. So, like, if anybody oh, needs so anybody me technically. Oh, okay, okay. But, like, I am s- mostly just working for her to do the stuff that she needs. Now, is this company, like, a post-production company? I think they do or everything. Or do they do everything? Okay. I think they do everything. Yeah. Never mind, I'm not going to say it out loud. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how. So, I'm not going to get into that. No, don't even worry um, about it. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's just that I, I have to go into the office on Monday, so I have to uh, fucking learn how to get down there. Uh, and I think you guys are going to fucking maybe come with me. On if Sunday. I'm around, Make, make a sure. day out of it. I, 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 I might sure. be busy on Sunday. If I'm around. We'll see. We'll see you still want to come hang out, don't you? No, I legit might be busy. Uh-huh, I see how it is. 
If you guys oh, can see this Mike. in real time, oh, fuck you, Mike. We are literally trying to avoid hanging out with Mike. I active, I actively constantly try to avoid hanging out with Mike. <laughs> we can go get. This ramen. is an obligation. We can go get ramen. We could go get ramen. <laughs> Yeah, we could go get ramen. ramen but like, all literally, right. it's probably yeah, so right. easy to do. I, I still not sure. All right. Yeah, no, it's literally like so easy to do. You just probably take what? The oh a yeah, all I the mean, it's, it's gonna be. I mean, my town literally has a train into fucking uh, Secaucus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, into Secaucus. I just take that, then get on the fucking train down to um, Penn. Find, yeah, down, well, no, I wouldn't go to Penn. I'd go. Well, Secaucus only goes. I take the yeah. line. The path. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Oh, okay. But it literally oh, yeah, takes you down to – It takes you down to – Yeah, it takes you yeah. down to World Trade, and then I have to block, like, four blocks and shit. Block. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, no. It's a long commute, though, but it's not bad. Yeah, but, I mean, it's better than driving. You know how much money it would cost fucking driving that? No, I mean, just driving in Manhattan in general. Yeah, plus, technically, my terrible. job covers expense. Well, I mean, it's 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 pre-tax expense, so, like, they don't they so don't give the me money. Ticket. Yeah, they don't give me money. Yeah. They – out of my paycheck, take a certain amount pre-tax out that then pays for it. So it's like so I'm you're still, still paying, paying for it, but it's yeah. minus tax. Okay. okay. So you still you're still getting the money back in a way. Yeah, like it, it's 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 another way to do it, not without having to pay people to do it. Yeah. Now an important distinction is: Are you a freelancer, or do they actually bring you on as an employee? I because don't I I, really I feel like a lot know. of companies. I feel like because th- you should find that out because I feel like a lot of companies do that where they try to like trick you. Because the la- the last job I worked at, they were like, "Yeah, you're coming on as as an intern, but you're also." But they didn't tell me that I was a freelancer until like three months into the job. So they were like, "By the way, you're not getting you know a W two, you're not getting four hundred one k, you're not getting any benefits. Like we're just giving you a flat rate, no, and I you're think getting I, that every week." I think I'm getting benefits and stuff. I just okay. I'm still under my dad's, and my dad's is better than whatever anyone would be offering me. Right. So I, I'm still on that. Yeah. But um. Uh. Just make sure, because then you got to do like a whole different tax bracket. Well, like, I when mean, you're... like, I'm I'm on till the next job, till this is over, and like they were like it's full time, but you're also kind of contract. It was weird. It, I don't I don't remember. Exactly, well, yeah, no, 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 no. that yeah. makes sense. You're it's full time, but it's a certain amount of full yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're contracted. Yeah, essentially. yeah, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. This is really probably not interesting to anybody that's listening. How long have we been talking? <laughs> we should probably minutes. switch topics. Hey, no, this is interesting to somebody who wants to be in the film industry, I guess. Uh, yeah, hey, just, man. Hey, just look, get your look. fucking foot in your the door. Advi- yeah, here's your advice if you want to be a filmmaker and you want to work for a company. Uh, ma- uh, ma- make sure that they are very clear in what they're making you do and also where how you're getting paid. And also, make sure you get paid. I have multiple people. Yeah. I, I have multiple friends that are like PAs and grips and stuff like that in the city that work on sets that they just for, forget to pay them. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if mm. you're on so, doing shit like that, you got to be fucking. You got to be on top of that shit. About messaging people. Yeah, absolutely. Got to be on top but of that. But like, shit. it's all about. I mean, it sucks because it's like, hey, it's all about who you know. But literally, yeah. I got this job just by working as a PA for something completely different, and one of the people that happened to be like, uh, working that job. I was just like driving them to their car because I was a PA, yeah. And uh, and I, I was like, "Hey, what do you do?" And they were like, "I work post production for X company." I was like, "Hey, that's cool. I also do post production." <laughs> you trying to sneak in there? <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, "Oh, cool. If you want to give me a resume, I'll send it out for you. See what you got." And I was like, "Yeah, okay. that's cool. <laughs> that's really cool." And uh, and uh, and then hey, two weeks later, somebody from his company was like, "I mean." Hey, uh, you you still interested? We'll we'll get a post PA out of you. And I was like, 
Yes, please. That rocks. <laughs> so, like, literally, sometimes it's just asking the right questions no, to the random the, fucking people you're around. That's the thing. Like, this business is, like, the most rife with nepotism and stuff like that. Because you'll see, you'll see it all over the place. That this, this, mm. The film industry is, is all nepotism. Like, no matter who it is. Michael. 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 Oh, hey, silence your phone. Silence your phone. Who doesn't silence his phone? Th- thought, thought we couldn't Nobody do it. Who, who, who didn't silence who? their electronic who devices, Michael? Also, anyway, keep talking. Who said we couldn't grab a root beer? <laughs> who said we couldn't do this without him? Who right. said we couldn't do this without him? Um. Mike did. Mike said he couldn't do. We couldn't do this without him. But anyway, so how's um, that? <clears throat> like I was saying, this this business is is filled to the brim with nepotism and stuff like that. And yeah. It really is who you know. Like a lot of jobs aren't like that. And a lot of jobs are like that, but this one is especially the, the, the case. I mean, you'll see it in literally every facet of the industry. Oh, like yeah. it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's really, it really is who you know. Like how I got my job was, or my old job was, um, my mom met somebody at a party, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, give me your son's resume," and then that happened. And then how I got this current job is that woman quit the company and then was like, "Hey, do, we, do you need, you know, do you need a job? I, I work for this other company, and we need a, and we need a PA." And I was like, yes, I would love a job. And this is after I got laid off. So it really, I mean, I, literally every yeah, one of my jobs. Nice. Anyways. <laughs> every one of my jobs ha- has been because of who I knew. And, I, I mean, it sucks to say I wish I could have gotten it, like, of my own volition. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it, it feels nice to earn your work. No, I feel you. you. Know? Like, I, if I knew that this industry was as much like this before, I don't know if I would have ended up going into it because I just For I sure. hate shit like that. I want to just, like, do work and be like – here is proof that I can do work. Yeah. Give me job. Absolutely. No, I knew that going in. I just, I, I literally couldn't see myself doing anything else, mm. mostly because I was like, literally, purely how I based going into this industry. Because, <laughs> you know, like, you're going through fucking high school, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And yeah. for, like, a while there, I was like, maybe I'll be, like, an engineer. Like, I like taking stuff apart and re- putting them back together. And, and then learn, I was that's like, not really what engineering is. Well, I mean, that could be something. Like, I guess like learning how to know, like right? build yeah. shit, understanding how something works, and then no, because it was like I like that stuff. New. And then when I was like, I, I like that. Is that engineering? And someone was like, okay, here's high level math courses. Look at this, and it's like, oh, right, that's no, which is why <laughs> I, I didn't keep going with that. Like a bane of my existence. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, literally, it was purely based on. Um, like different classes that i would take i didn't want to write like essays or like or other stuff like that so i would ask my teacher because i thought it would be easier to make like a video mm. and uh and so i was like what if i make like a like a short short film or a short movie and uh and use that it's like my project instead of an essay because fuck writing and uh and, and and some of them were like yeah okay very few of them but like <laughs> <laughs> but some of them were were okay enough to be like yeah sure um and I realized that I could sit in front of my computer for, like, hours on end just editing. And I was like, okay, well, I can do that without hating my life. So um, maybe maybe I'll go to school for that. See, see if I like that. Yeah. Purely only based on that. Like, using iMovie as my fucking editing software. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. uh, and so then I went to the community college by us and was like, for, for the two, two years, and I was like, all right, I'll go for film and see if I fucking hate it or not. Like, yeah. I was basing it off of the college. So then I went and was like, okay, well, two years have gone by. I don't hate it still, so I guess I'm doubling down. And I went to fucking school for film. And then I was like, all right, I guess this is what I'm doing with my life. 
I mean, who knows? Some people fucking switch careers. Yeah. Mid go. I mean, you're they still. I mean, we're there, all still young and we're all yeah. still yeah. early. But like, I mean, I guess in my sense, like how I got into it was I had like a more, I guess, I don't know, traditional way of getting into it. Like I was always into movies and stuff. Like I would go to the movie theaters all the time, see like every movie that came out. Um, and then just, you know, I was the kid that like sat in front of the TV really close, like looking up like in awe, like, oh, you know, and then, um, 2011 rolled around when, you know, we were all in high school and I was like, oh fuck, what am I going to do with my life? And then I saw 2011 was high school, 2011 was high school, 10, 10 years ago. Fucking crazy, crazy. But, um, yeah. And then I, and then I saw a few movies that really, oh yeah, my, keep going. Okay. And then I saw a few movies that, um, kind of influenced me like extensively really and they were like the reason uh, they were like i saw i finished those movies and i was like that's the, that's what i want to do with my life i if i can make something that is like a fraction as good as that i'll be content with who i am and like what i'm doing um and those movies were driving blade runner but um i yeah i watched those movies and i was just like yeah this is what i'm gonna do with my life and then you know all throughout high school i mean i like i took every film class i could and uh you know i went Are to you guys at film, film classes we had so we had tv production which was essentially just like my school sucked. Which, yeah, it was essentially just <laughs> your that. school did suck. Yeah, I, we <laughs> didn't have any of that shit. Our side programs were strictly art, band, and wood shop. To to be fair, it was we, all we had. <laughs> to be fair, we had those classes. I couldn't get in. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wood shop was literally all I did the entirety of high school. Oh, I, I did. I did a couple. Oh, I oh, loved fucking love wood shop. Not for it. me. Good, good class. Learned a lot of stuff in that class that I'm I really sure. was happy to learn. Didn't finish my senior project in my wood shop until oh, it's, fucking last year. Somewhere. Oh, it's cool. I didn't either. I was trying to build last a guitar. Last year. <laughs> oh, okay. So we were making me and my friend were making a poker table. I think I've said this story on the podcast before. That was your high school. That was high school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was about to we say, got mo- we got a good it. amount done, and our t- and we just it was just so much. Because it, it was all – it's all angles. It's a fucking octagon. Yeah. So, like, it, it just took so long to get it going that, like, the, the our teacher was like, look, you guys put a fuck ton of work into this. Like, it's not finished, but, like, you did a lot of it. Uh, so, like, yeah, you, you get an A. Uh, and then it was just sitting in my fucking shed for years. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking finish yeah, it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so during I quarantine I thought you meant, like, it. you turned it in. Like ten years later, I was like, "Yeah, I walked up." I was like, "What the fuck?" I drove up to my school. Was like, like, "What? Here, here's my fucking." The guy's like retired, like living in Miami, or like show up to his door with a fucking octagon, just like, "Here, here it is." (laughs) Like, yeah, uh, no, I did not do that. I just—that's what I thought you meant. I was like, "Jesus Christ, what dedication, dude." Anyway, but which up was great. I I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't for me. Plus, I had a really creepy teacher. There was this one girl. Which up teachers are creepy. They're creepy or they're cool. Mine was great. Yeah, yeah, mine was creepy. My dude, my my guy. I'm not gonna say his name, but there was a girl in our class um, who had a very rotund tuchus. And <laughs> who the fuck says that? <laughs> you know, like I'm not surprised because it's you, yeah. but like, yeah, <laughs> very rotund tuchus. Rotund tuchus. Looked like the freaking Sydney Opera House, bro. Uh, the, the ass was fat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Her ass is fat. That's all you gotta say. Yeah, but she was also in eighth grade, so I'm not gonna sit here and say like an eighth grader. Okay. Ass well, was fat. back when you were in eighth grade. Back you when I was in eighth grade. Yeah, she's well, my age. When, when, yeah. She's currently. I'm our 24. Age. Yeah, yeah, I'm 24. So there's that. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this this girl had a rotund tuchus. So she had some sawdust on her rotund tuchus, and everybody was like, "Hey, you got sawdust on your ass." <laughs> but nobody did anything about it, right? So they were just like, "Oh, yeah." 
it just gave us an ex- it just gave all the people in class an excuse to stare at her ass apparently. <laughs> okay. So so I'm not saying I was involved in that. I'm just saying this is what happened. So so eventually the teacher comes over and he's like, "Oh, blank, you have some sawdust on your on your on your tuckus," and then starts like going like that on her ass. Oh, and we were like, we were like we were like, what the fuck. <laughs> oh, that, that don't fly. Like no you more. can't do that. <laughs> was she super creeped out by it too? I don't remember. I all I remember was that was that somebody was making a big deal that she had sawdust on her ass because I guess she sat in a pile of sawdust or some shit. I don't know, but and then the teacher went and then, and then the teacher saw like the 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 the, the scene. I guess because you know you're in eighth grade, you make a big deal out of fucking right. everything, right? So I guess the eighth grade. I guess the the guy saw the scene and was like, oh. We can't have this now. <laughs> so we just went over and went like right our ass. <laughs> like instead Man. of just being like, "Hey, you got some sawdust on your ass," maybe like step out of the room and just you know give yourself a little shake or something, or like I don't know, like here's like a duster or some shit. Nah, dude, uh, yeah, okay. man, man's really just cop. Man's really just went like this. <laughs> you know what my brain went to first though? What was that? He got like a fucking brush and just went like that. No, no, not one bad. I was, was like, would that have been weirder? Palm action, dude. Would that have been weirder? Or on this all episode of action, vaguely anime, we talk about crimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How's New World going? You've been playing. How's that? New World going? Oh, lordy lord. Um, so Amazon dropped an MMO called New World, where essentially like, uh, it's capitalism. In a game, pretty much is the best way I can describe it. It's RuneScape. It's it's RuneScape. Yeah, look, Jeff, it's RuneScape with better graphics. Jeff Bezos wants you to see how much fun it is to have everything. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did without any, without 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 pay without paying his workers. Um. Yeah. Properly. Um. But yeah, I mean, like, it, it's it's just capital. It's Capitalism Simulator 2021, and uh, it's uh it's really fun. I'm really enjoying my time yeah. with it, mostly because, it, like I said, it just reminds me of classic RuneScape, mm-hmm. because like you have all these skills that you have, like um, like woodworking, smithing, mining, fishing, like all that shit, right? Like it's pretty standard stuff for an MMO. But like, the more you do it, the more excuse me, the more you do it, the more you level up, obviously. And it's just like in RuneScape, how like the more trees you cut down, the more you level up that skill. Blah 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 blah. And um, it was really cool. Um, just the way like it reminds me of like all that, and there's like different sections that like kind of relate to RuneScape's you know world map. Like there's like a desert area, there's like a forest area, there's like a that's ocean pre- area. That's pretty common though. Yeah, I know it's pretty common. Keep, you, saying, keep, you keep like, saying just, the RuneScape. I know, <laughs> I know. This is all like this is all like super uh, like in every single MMO ever. But like this one in particular really just reminds me of RuneScape. Okay. Because I, I like I feel like I'm playing it the same way that I played RuneScape back in the day, where like. I would just like log on to RuneScape and be like, "Listen, for the next three hours, I'm gonna grind this skill into oblivion, and then I'm gonna go to bed." Where it was just like, I logged on, I mined iron ore for four for three hours, and I went to bed. And now here, I log on, I mine iron ore for an hour and a half, and then I leave. It's like, isn't that how you play all MMOs? Yeah, that's that, that's like the golden days of me playing World of Warcraft. That was mm. the best. Never been an MMO person. Oh. So yeah, that, maybe that's where I'm coming from because yeah. I've also never really been an MMO person. I've only played like three in my life, where, like RuneScape, Final Fantasy XIV, and then like this one. Is that the one with the lightning that everybody hates? That's thirteen. Oh. We don't need yeah. to talk about thirteen. Pe- people right really now. like fourteen because we'll be here for a while. <laughs> we don't need to talk about thirteen. Uh, yeah, I thought it's it's a new system that I see games are doing more commonly these days. Uh, but like you don't have to have alt characters. You mm. can just train the different skills, so you can like train in like using a sword so you could be like a warrior type character yeah and then you can just 
switch to like a mage staff and start trade training to be a mage so you don't have to make alt characters because i know you know yeah. for me it was like so annoying it's like you get your character to max level it has taken you forever and it's like cool i want to try something else and then you have to start at level one and then you have to just like slowly grind up and it's like okay the first 20 levels are fine because it's like yeah this is the early game this is good and then you just have to fucking keep going and that's when it gets slow yeah like i don't know how much experience you have with doing that stuff in mmos but like that was like how i'd always fall off on making alt characters because i'd have like half leveled mages and and uh paladins and shamans and shit and right then i'd Is, be like i'm bored i'm going back to my rogue <laughs> okay so i'm i, I feel like this answer is gonna be no uh actually uh, yeah but like would you say that mmos kind of feel like minecraft in terms of like it's super fun when you start and then it's and then it then it falls off after we were, you we get were some literally shit just set up. having this conversation the other day weren't we I know we, um, we brought up Minecraft in that in that sense. I'm no, just asking if MMOs. Because I agreed with you where there's like a steep fall off. In, yeah, but I think we were only talking about Minecraft. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying no, is yeah, there we a correlation? Because it, so, it, it feels like that might be. For me, personally, yes. Personally. For okay. me, personally, yes. I, I feel, feel like, like most is... people are going to say no, but like. Uh, yeah, I would say depends. no, but please please give your reasons first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people um, get up to level like 100 So for me personally with Minecraft, it's a very well-constructed game. It's very fun in the moment, especially with friends and stuff like that. Early games but you the hit best game. like Yeah, but you hit like a wall at some point where like it's just it, it's just like you log on and it becomes like a monotonous routine throughout the day. Like, you know, oh, here, uh, I got to go to the farm and get all my eggs. I got to go to the uh, to the other the other farm and get all my vegetables and I got to go down into the mine and mine some coal and ore and shit like that. And then I got to go back up, smelt it, go to sleep, repeat. Minecraft's like, like a bell curve. I said this in the chat. Yeah, exactly. Where, like, it's a bell the curve. Bottom, the bottom is the, like, where you had lost the interest of playing it because you hit the late game. And then it's it goes up to the point of, like, you, you're like, I want to play again. And you start the new game, the, the like, early game. And then, once, and then it starts going down the later into the game you get till it goes yeah. back to the bottom at late game. And it yeah. just starts over again. Exactly. And then it's like the early game it starts building up because you get all the good shit. And it's like, oh, I've got all the shit. Oh, I've got all the shit. Yeah, and the thing is too with I feel like with most MMOs is just consistent instant gratification, where like every level you get like a fuck ton of things, <laughs> like new skills, instant. At least in the early gonna game, be, for gonna sure, be, gonna be grinding two three days to get a new level at certain points. At certain points, yeah. for sure. But I'm at, at at the point I'm at in the game, it takes like maybe an hour or two to hit a level. Okay, so like there there is like a lot of gratification. You're unlocking a lot of new things all at once for like the first like maybe twenty five levels. Yeah, because once level twenty five hits. At least in New World, from what I've read on, like, the forms and shit. Uh, when you hit level 25, then it becomes like, oh, shit, you need 400 billion XP to get to the next level. And then also uh, mine this ore. Because they also lock different ores behind level caps. So, like, I need to be level 100 to mine, like, star star ore or whatever the fuck it is. Like, right. um... So, like, right, yeah. so Colin, so, as somebody that played for a fuck ton of Warcraft, would you yeah. say that... Yeah, so I, I, I had a system where I'd play on and off. Uh, like I'd play on in the summers because I could just get fucking addicted to it, and then off during the school year. But um, so the th the thing about it is you have to understand like it's not that the early game's the fun part; it's the end game is the fun part. With okay. with sometimes. So it's kind of like uh, D and D. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I could see what you're saying there. Yeah, because when you start off, you have like nothing, and a problem with yeah. World of Warcraft that they did fix with the most recent expansion is that sometimes you go like five to, to like ten levels without getting anything new so it's just fucking monotonous grinding for yeah. a while and then there was also the issue of like level 1 to 60 has a certain amount of experience points and then level 60 to 70 
is that same amount of experience points or it was, it was something around that you know correct me in the comments if i'm wrong um but it, it was just like the fun stuff the exciting stuff is either you're starting the leveling you're starting the the quests and you like that part or you're in the end game all the in between could just get really boring and that's how i'd fall off of uh playing alt characters and, and alt characters when you have you just make a new character that's a different class yeah right kind of figured yeah so I'd, i would just like constantly get bored and go back to my max level rogue because i want to do the end game right but then i'm like fuck i want to play a mage or i want to play a priest yeah and that's when and that's when you pay for the level boost 60 dollars and you can get to 10 levels under max mm. I, I did that two or three times the whole freaking game dude it's ridiculous. Yeah, but like yeah. I understand what he's saying. Like if you're already there with one character and you just want to play another character and like you don't want to spend fucking 30 weeks to get to that point again. Yeah, yeah. but it's steep though. Yeah. That, at least the price. No, 100 you know? 100% you say it's, 10 bucks. No, 60. Oh. Oh, never mind. That's that's 60. No, it, no, it's it's a dollar a level. level. It's no, it's yeah, it's no, it was that was at the time that goes 1 to 80. Yeah, no, at, yeah, no, at the time it. I did it it was 1 to 90 and I think max level was 100. Or or it was 90. It might be straight to max level. Uh, I justified it because I just started working like my first real high school job and I was like okay I can do 60 70 hours of grinding this fucking piece of shit character or I can do four hours of working this job or no I, was no, I, mean, I wasn't like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. Know, like, I, like I, I get two it. days you know? like I would probably feel the same way like yeah I, I mean my, my the only way I can relate to that is is purely like D&D based yeah. I mean, but you you can't you can't pay to get a higher level for that. Well, actually, my just one, slipped the my, DM a couple bucks. It, it's funny. Uh, my one my one DM did that once, but it wasn't for experience points. It was for money, and it was like, uh, uh, every cent, every penny was like a gold. And so I remember I was just like, here's five bucks, because we were our party was like flat broke, and he meant it as a joke. Like he said it because I was like, hey, what if we just gave you real world money? And he was like. Yeah, well, you know, like a cent's a penny or some shit like that. And I was like, here's five bucks. Actually, I think I might have given him 20 bucks. Fucking microtransactions. Yeah, yeah. really fucking microtransactions. Yeah, no, no, no. I gave, Seeping I, their yeah. way into yeah. real life. No, I gave, I, I gave him five dollars. And I was like, here's five bucks. And he was like, I was kidding. And I was like, you have, you said you'd do it. I gave you five bucks. And he was like, okay, fuck it. Once. I'll allow it. So we were fucking loaded. And it was like, awesome. Now we can go buy some shit. Because we, <laughs> ha we were like high level, but no money. And because uh, like. He fucked up the math at one point, and so like we we weren't getting as much money as we were supposed to, and so that's kind of why he allowed it, because he was like, oh, I, I've, I, I've I've made the error, so that's why he only really let it go once, uh, and then we <laughs> and then immediately after that we got the fucking decimating things and became rich as I was fuck. I was gonna make a joke, just like yes, look the DM ten bucks, be like, give me the deck of many things, you you know what cards to put on top. For those of you who don't know, the deck of many things is a D and D item in which it's you a game ruiner or. Well, it's a game ruiner. It's a game, either it's way a of the form, ruiner. good or bad. It just does incredibly crazy things. Uh, and what was it? A twenty-one card deck? Uh, it's a tar it's based off a tarot card deck. Oh, okay. So, uh, so however many cards is a tarot deck? I don't remember um, uh, off but, the top of my head. But yeah, it's yeah. it's it's more bad than good. But yeah. the good is really good. The good is really good. The bad is very very bad. Yeah, yeah. Like some of that shit's like game ending bad. Like so, uh, one, you can one get one where like, um. There's some, like, kind of fun bad ones. Like, you pull a card, and you'll have an angel of death going after oh, you. yeah. And o only you. But if you get... If it's you, a, if it's if like a mirror. Yeah, it's you, a mirror of you. you could script the party to help you, and they attack it, then they all get their own personal ones and have to also fight it. So, it's either they let you just deal with it, and either you die, and it's over, or you win... Or they help, and then all of them get one of their own personal demons to have to fight. But then there's a card that's just like, okay, the next time you uh, win an encounter, you just automatically level up. 
Yeah, or like you get three. You well, you get you could pull a wish card, which is the most powerful. This is Magic the Gathering. No, no, this is, no. This is, this D &D. is Dra Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons has cards. No, no, no. Like it's, it's just an, an item. item in the game. Oh, okay. like it's it's like it's a it's a uh, artifact. I think it's called. It's like uh. it's like the most powerful magic item. It's just something like some people have it as like uh they have like their own tarot deck for it. Um, you can pull like a wish card and, and then you roll a, a d4 and see how many wishes you get. Um, and like wish is the most powerful thing in the game. You can do whatever the fuck you want yeah. with them. Um, it like it's it's some crazy shit. I I pulled three cards at once at one point. Uh, I got a sword from the god from the gods. Uh, I got uh, a, a undo like basically it was like undo anything that happened to you. Um, and um, but you and can then, you can do whatever wish you want. Well, if you pull the wish card, yeah, I'm saying like so when you have a wish yeah. for the most part, yes, it, it bends reality to make it work for the most part. Like it depends on how the DM plays the game because sometimes they could be like they could they could lessen it a bit like. Sometimes maybe gods are more in, like, have their hands in more than anything. It's like the gods will be like, that fucking breaks reality. You can't really do that. Okay. Like, it depends on how the DM wants it. Our In our game, an NPC pulled the fucking wish card, uh, and he was a, a, a barbarian. Uh, and he, he wanted to become the... He wanted to fight the moon because he, he the moon had power over the water of the tides, and he believed that that was challenging his strength. So he wanted to fight the moon. That rules. So uh, he pulled the wish card out of the deck of many things. And um, he got three wishes. So he wished to become the moon. Wait, wait. He wants to fight himself? No, no, no. So he became another moon. Oh. That was bigger than the other one. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we Later in the game, we figured out how to, like, uh, ta like to, like, reach out to that moon. And... <laughs> And we like heard the thought of the moon, and it was just his voice as it rotated, going moon <laughs> the entire time. Right. And uh, he, yeah, he wished to become the moon. Uh, I think he wished to. He gave one of our party members their memories back uh, because they had like been an amnesiac or something. And uh, and then he made a third wish that at the time we didn't know what it was, but it uh, it activated when I got to a point of fighting. Um, my like character's goal character he went he wanted to go fight somebody uh who was like of legendary renown and when he went to fight him we were in like the fucking swamp of like ugliness or whatever it was, i think it was called the bone swamp but it was like a hideous ugly place and the the terrain transformed into like a cherry blossom field with like one tree uh and like a cherry blossom tree and uh and it was it was uh scried across the entire world so the entire world saw his fight with this legendary swordsman and, yeah, and so like, and and he won barely. Literally, I have one HP left with my last attack, and I managed to knock him out. And uh, and so then the whole world knew that I bested this legendary swordsman, uh, and that was like his final wish. And then once I beat him, it like dissipated. It was pretty rad. Granted, that was entirely the DM's choice because he was the fucking NPC controlling him. But like, I I gave him props for that fucking thing. I was like, dude, that's fucking rad as shit, dude. I would I would love to DM a game. We've been Honestly, trying to get, we've been trying to get it, a dude. game going. Anyone can do it. It's like it's fucking it's it's a bit intimidating. Like I did it for uh these fucks for a bit. Yeah. I was not great. I was not a very good DM, <laughs> but like you learn how you how you play. Like once we stopped playing, I like looked into more stuff and I realized like how what I was some things I was doing we were like a lot less fun and like whatever and like I've learned how to become like a better DM through that. I haven't run into anything since then, uh just cuz a none of us have fucking time. Yeah. And uh and like b I don't know. I just haven't 
mostly time mostly time but like it's it's fun it, it's just it takes a lot of kind of it takes a lot of prep like you can't really yeah. just go into it i don't know i just feel based. i feel like as i'm like someone who is really good at making stuff up off the cuff like i yeah. obviously know there's like the prep that goes into the campaign and stuff like that but obviously there's random events yeah but oh yeah no, like, matter, it, no matter how much prep you do it's so much random oh 100 oh, yeah. like everything when i was dming um i i did a lot off the cuff like off the cuff uh but it was I mean, I think any DM will say this. Like, you you have a general idea, and you have a general idea of how to either get back to that idea with uh, with a certain couple courses the party takes, or like variations that kind of work if they go different ways. And then if they just fucking throw the entire thing out the window and be like, they were supposed to walk through this door, and then you had contingencies that they went through the windows, and they decide they're gonna fucking blow the house up and dig a hole in the ground, and you're like, okay, um. Yeah. Okay. So, so you guys do the thing. Uh, give me a roll. Yeah. All right. That that blows the house up, and you 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 manage to dig that hole. Uh, as you're fucking digging that hole, you realize that everyone like you roll, and you're like, oh, everyone thinks you're fucking dead. Um, so what what are you gonna do? You're in this hole now. What, what what's your plan here? And they're like, all right. Well, we're gonna fucking dig deeper. We think there's some like caves or whatever down there. And you're like, all right. Uh, yeah. You keep going and. Either you're like, all right, nothing's there. You're like, wow, you fucking stumble upon some caves. Now what's your plan? Like, you just kind of make shit up as you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So I feel like but you I'm, have I feel a like general okay idea. Yeah. And, like, because you, if you go in with nothing, I feel like for the most part, like, you need some kind of plan because otherwise it just feels meandering. Yeah. Uh, so, like, because hey, you, even you're, if they, you're essentially writing a story. Yeah, because no matter what way they go, even if it feels like they throw the fucking rules out the window, like – you want to make it feel like they're working towards something so you kind of have to figure out a way to make them lead to something even if it isn't necessarily what you had planned uh because like maybe they're just not interested in it or like they're putting it off for a bit mm. you know or or whatever or like some other character feels like they they start taking a little bit more precedence because they start talking about their fucking backstory or whatever mm -hmm. and then everyone's like oh that's interesting like oh, you got kicked out of this town? Hey, maybe let's go there, like, instead. We could put my thing off, like, whatever. So then it's like, all right, cool. Let's let's try to figure that out. Like, you know, it's it, it's a lot on the DM, and, uh, but, like, it's also, it's still also on the players because they have to engage with it enough to a point that, like, you yeah. don't feel like it is entirely on you. For sure. Um, Which it kind of always is. But, like, the players will always push the narrative. You know, so yeah. like if they're not interested in the narrative you're spinning, they've also got to give you something to be able to work off. Of. Exactly. Yeah. If they're checked out, then it's not fun. Right. Because they could just be like, I mean, some people just want to play murder hobos. You know, that's yeah. that is what it is. You know, some people just want to do that. And like, if that's the game you're playing, fine. Like, just talk to the DM and be like, hey, you know, we just kind of want to fuck around and murder some people. Like, whatever. And be like, all right, I'll just fucking give you some quests day to day. Like, whatever. I was just trying to be a man of science, you know, just learn, just learn, educate myself. Have that knowledge for, for for the people for the future. Yeah, you were working on that. Yeah, you you got some stuff. You found some like uh, cool potions and stuff from all the uh, like bosses I was throwing at you. Yeah, we didn't really we we I I still am really proud of some of those bosses. I think they needed tweaking, but like I thought they were interesting. The only problem no, was getting like, from A to B was I feel like a lot more straightforward than I should have made it. Then. Yeah, because it was it was a lot of just feeling like boss boss rushing it, yeah that, that was like i think like my personal problem was it was just kind of boss rush and i uh and i mean like a lot of people like boss rush and there's a ton of times that i like games that are boss rush but i felt with D, &D i wanted to like kind of explore the world and the characters more and i also like uh 
going through like some dungeons. Yeah. You know? Yeah, give, me some I, I, give me some dungeons that yeah, I gotta find my way through. Raid. I gotta fight a couple of small zombie dudes. Yeah, like I said, I, I, it was it was very. I, it was a lot. Of, it was a learning process because like oh, I, I, your I, first I, time doing yeah, that. yeah. Because like as my first time, I was like I wanted to get really big and creative with it. So like I made a bunch of systems and like this whole world and everything, and like I think a lot of it ended up becoming like convoluted to the point where it didn't really matter and like it was taking away from anything. So like, it, and that's like my biggest problem is anytime I'm trying to make something, I I go like fucking above and beyond and like it doesn't all work out. Like I made a whole new side magic system thing with yeah. the uh, like the inherent abilities that people have that are kind of like uh, like avatar like elements. I kind of made and like it's interesting, but it doesn't fully work, and it's not it doesn't really lend to anything. Um, so like it's it's it felt it feels un- it ended up feeling like very unnecessary. Well, it just sounds so like to me that like you had good ideas, it just you didn't cut enough. Right, that's yeah. my like problem. It sounds I'm, like, I'm really yeah. good at ideas. I'm not good at the middle ground. It, it, well, it's not even that. It just, it just feels like you had so many that you didn't know what to cut. Right. You it, know what it, I mean? it did feel like you were like you had like these good ideas, like the different power system. I thought you know it's like an interesting thing to have an inherent like different type uh, archetype type ability. But it was like you were focusing on like all the really late game abilities for that, and we're in the early game, and I'm like, yeah. So this ability gives me uh, flashlight. Yeah. And uh, that's also a spell that my character has. So flashlight and it and then it was just kind of like okay i'm seeing how this is gonna be cool but then it yeah but i i think i think you know i mean you, you also had to fucking herd cats <laughs> yeah that was like bit, you had yeah. you had to herd these fucking cats like we weren't exactly like we're ble- being general players we're we're being annoying and <laughs> you have just you have kage rolling in sometimes on a skateboard just like hey what's up guys i'm here Oh yeah, so so our buddy Justin, his character. So he didn't make a character. I just let him use one of my old characters, um, which was fine. Like he was busy, I think. So I was just like, oh yeah, I'll just give you this. Yeah. Like, because I've made so many characters for the years that I, I've either played a lot of or just like made, and then we never got around to playing that, like you know, uh, campaign or whatever. So like I have a fuck ton of characters. So I I was just like, oh yeah, you want to show up for a few sh- sessions? I'll just give you one of my characters. I gave him one. Then so Justin was like. Not always around, so I would just figure out ways for him to, like, fuck off. I, I do like how it was, like, canonically, we would just be doing something. He's been gone, and he just appears on a skateboard. 100%. And just rolls so, over. With, what the fuck the, is up, gamers? The way, the way I described it was that because all his character did was smoke weed. <laughs> that was all his character did. <laughs> that was, that was the, even when Justin weed. was here, that was all the character did. It did not add anything. I love you, Justin, but you did not add anything to that fucking No, thing. I do like how one time we got in trouble because it was like, what are, what are they – uh, shipping on the ship is like, oh, there's like, you know, herbs and stuff. He's, er- oh, I smoke all their weed. And then we had to like apologize to the ship captain and somebody had to use a spell to grow him more weed. And yep. we had to be like, here's the hemp that we um, ruined. Sorry about that. Yeah, Justin smoked an entire <laughs> barrel's worth of weed. And so it, it, I forgot about that. But yeah, so canonically, you ever, you ever watch American Dad? No, actually, I haven't. Okay. Well, oh, there's a scene where, where, uh, Roger is on a skateboard and he's and he needs to go find and he uh and like uh the daughter of the main character like elopes with her boyfriend and they're like disappearing so uh the dad puts like a huge bounty on them and oh. so Roger's like I'll find them because they're so stoners he, yeah yeah they're stoners so he's like I gotta be a stoner so he gets on a skateboard and just does a fuck ton of drugs and so he's just pushes the skateboard starts riding in the backgrounds like the fucking kaleidoscope thing and different things passed by him and like five seconds go by, goes by 
and he's and then it, like the screen fades away and he's like snow, uh, skateboarding on fuck on a fucking beach in like the Galapagos or some shit and he's like oh hey there you are yeah <laughs> great, great joke I fucking love that yeah joke. so that was that was how like Kage got around is he would just do a fuck ton of drugs skateboard away into nothing and yeah then to come find back out in. yeah just yeah. <laughs> teleports and shit I did really like that you let me be a necromancer yeah. Hundred percent. Like I, I, cause so many people are like, "No, nah, necromancers are fucking evil, man." And like that's you. It. You were pushing them to to be like, "Does anybody have a problem with the fact that he's um executing people to raise as zombies?" And everyone's like, "Nah." Yeah, cause like nah. I mean, like nah. I was hundred percent fine with you doing it, but like some of them had backstories that felt like they would have gave a shit. So I was like. Hey, he's he's killing. He's just executing these people and fucking raising them back to. D- Didn't you fucking kill some dude? And he was just trying to get back to his wife. And you were like, "Oh, hold on!" And brought his wife and daughter back to life. And then it was back. not the daughter. It was not oh, the okay. daughter. It, all right, so let me let me let me. I, Colin, are you okay? I, I raised a zombie because that was my character's goal was to make zombies. That's what I want. I wanted to play a necromancer. Yeah. And um. And I raised oh, this yeah. zombie, and I raised this zombie, and I'm like, dope, awesome. And we get like attacked by bandits, and then Mike's like, oh, that's his wife. That's one of the bandits' wife. And we had them like tied up. We had defeated them, and we had them like restrained and tied up. And then the guy realizes that I have killed and raised his wife as a zombie. She attacked me first. It was self defense. And then Mike's, and then I'm like, well, I don't want this guy like coming after me. I gotta, like, I gotta, sn- I gotta. Sn- the guy was like crying. He's he was cr- yeah. So so Mike's like he's crying, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna come kill me. So I gotta just so I just like he just slit quick. his throat. I just slit his throat, and I was like, cool. Now I got two zombies, and uh, and everyone and Mike was like, does anybody have a problem with him executing this guy? I'm like, I'm protecting us, and Mike was like, he wasn't gonna kill you. He was just crying. I was like, I just I just I just thought I thought he was gonna. Kill you. Oh my fucking. God. Because like, it but was, then I had it was, so it was dark. Yeah, but then I had literally I was like, because that was the thing where I was like. Okay, 100% be a necromancer, awesome. But I was like, nobody takes issue with this man executing this guy just crying because his wife was brought back as a zombie. And they're like, eh, nah. It's like, okay. You all are a bunch of psychopaths. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just wanted a zombie to hold my things. <laughs> and then I had three. Yeah. You did. I don't remember what the third one was. But just the it was, it was Megumin, Jives... And I think I named the the husband something insulting. He died. Yeah. Oh Chives yeah. Right. died too. Yeah. yeah. Which there one were, made it back? Was it? Megumin? It was Megumin. Like, because I remember, because you were like, I have to roll to see if they were gonna actually. Because I got separated from them in some city underground. We're getting attacked by fucking. Uh, what what are they called? Uh, you were being attacked by um fucking drow. By drow. You were going through a drow city, and you sent the three of them off to make distractions yeah. to try to lead the drow away from you. Because we're stuck in the city underground, almost dead. We're like, oh my god, we have to fucking get out of here. So I was like, zombies, go, come back to me. And the only one that came back? Megumin, Megumin, Megumin. Literally, so they, were, they, were, they fought the boss, uh, and they were, like, about to, like, teleport out. Um, and, and I was like, well, I should roll to see if any of the zombies make it. And so I, fucking, <laughs> I, rolled, I, rolled, a, I rolled a uh, percentile for, for all three, and, uh, and it, was, um, it was, like, I want to say it was, like, an 80 or a 90% chance that they fail. Or something like I think it was like yeah, a ten percent chance that they fucking lived because they're slow, they have nothing to do. Their t- sole task was just to to make a distraction, nothing else. They weren't even really told to return, but I was like, fuck it, I'll give it a roll. Uh, so I rolled three, three, the two of them are fucking dead, 
And then uh, fucking literally by chance, Megumin happened to get a fucking like 98 or something. And I was like, wow. Okay. So then I was like, okay, well, let's see. If it creates, if it finishes the task, because like I think the boss was like controlling the drow or something. I don't remember exactly, but like they stopped chasing it. So I was like, I guess it completes the task. Would it go back to him? And I was like, yeah, I guess that's what's controlling it. It would go back. And so I, I was timing it. And I was seeing how long it would take for the, the zombie to get back. And it happened to get there before they fucking left by chance. They could have totally left and it would have just got there and been like, and then disappeared because the magic would have went away. Yeah. Uh, and by chance, like, the fucking teleportation spell or whatever started activating and it fucking shuffled in. And Cos character's like, Megumi, and you lived! <laughs> and it fucking shuffled up and they teleported away. <laughs> I was like, cannot believe you people. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it was awesome. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I still, I definitely would love to DM again, but none of us, A, have the time, and I, I, I like to think I'd do better now, and I, I, but I'm still really proud of those bosses. I think they needed tweaking, because uh, some of them were kind of fucking stupid. So, like, the, the, the thing is, the bosses were cool, the, uh, mechanics were cool, they were fucking hard. Like, we were, well, yeah. all, like, we were barely surviving if even, some, sometimes somebody did die once, on the first, first boss yeah, fight. I think so. Yeah. I was, mean, mo that, that was, was mostly kinda, player, that was, kinda that was the, mostly yeah, player. it was. Uh, Kirsten may have accidentally murdered Alex with a grenade. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When she did, when we had the victory, and she's like, "I need dramatic effect." Yeah, uh, yeah. And she... let me tell you, dramatic effect worth it. Beautiful. Alex was in range. Mike showed us mercy and gave us a, a fair way to uh, resurrect him. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Because I was like, because hmm. it was. I think it was also because Alex did something right, and it activated like a trap. Didn't it May also? Maybe. I think it was like a, a a tandem thing, and he just fucking died. And I was like, all right, well, that fucking sucks. I was like, so I'll give him a way out. But I was also like, oh, that kind of works in favor of one thing. Because I, I had this uh, idea for, like, an enemy later on that would have been that, like, I'm never going to fucking play that game again. So uh, I had an interesting idea based off of, of ReZero. I oh, was I was I... going to, uh, I, I had made an, uh, a monster, like, a, um, a it was going to be, like, the main bad guys, like, one of his generals or whatever. Um, it was going to be based off of Sloth with, like, the fucking invisible arms. Oh, yeah. And he would have the invisible arms, and you could only see them if you had died. Oh, so only Alex would so be able So only to see Alex. And, I mean, you could have died before you ever got yeah. to them. But, like, at that point, only Alex would have been able to see them oh, and but be my, able to help you guys fight him. But my zombies would have been fucking baller in that fight. Yeah, but they can't talk. They can communicate with me. I know what they mean. I know what they mean. When Meg when Megumin goes, mm, I know what she means. But yes. Yeah, so when Shive like said, ah, I knew what he meant. When bitch tits, the third one, was <laughs> like, ah, I knew he was crying about his bitch wife. <laughs> but yeah, so I hate, like, I hate it here. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I had that whole like, I, I held here. had that whole idea planned out, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. At least like that works out. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean. To be fair, those bosses were supposed to be very hard, uh, and like I, I'm very proud with how I thought up of them because they had they had layer actions, they had their like legendary like turn actions. So something happened on round twenty uh, or initiative count twenty. Something happened on initiative count ten. And like the maps for zero. fighting them were designed properly and very well. Like there was the time we were fighting the it was like a kraken type kind of creature. 
and there was like all the pillars that we had to hide behind when it was doing like arm attack. It was like arm attacks or something. I'm I'm blanking. Oh, it was no, that was the uh, that was the final boss, the archer lady who could blink around. She had attacks. Oh, like arrow range. Yeah, rain down arrows. Dude, she was a bitch. Yeah, on, I think on like initiative count twenty, she would shoot an arrow into the air, and it would rain arrows in a certain area, and they would have to like get behind stuff or hide under stuff, and so they had to like do their attacks and think about where they're placing themselves at the end of their turn because this would happen every roundabout yeah and then there would be like uh, an initiative count 10 i think uh she had like a uh like a uh, 15 foot wide like straight attack that would go through like to the end of the thing stuff like that yeah it was really good mechanics and, and ideas it just needed a, a tiny bit of tweaking yeah it might the definitely my biggest problem was like populating the world uh that that's a, that's a fucking hard one though like you have yeah, to really you have is. to make up a world that we can see with just your words and you have to do a lot of it off the top of your head because yeah we're just gonna pull you in random directions like you were like here's the city here's where you need to go here's how you get out these are a couple shops a couple shops and i'm like okay where's the mage quarters i need my necromancy items and you're like um i mean um you see you see um this one right here i'm like yeah it's like all right yeah whiz is there go yeah, because I, I I would um I would either design these cities or I would find like maps on on online and like and then try to like make them my own like take ideas from them and uh, so I designed the drow city you guys were in um and like you were kind of supposed to sneak around because they were being controlled and you guys failed the stealth oh, check so, or something so quickly we failed so stealth. so quickly that's why you had all of, they had all of them chasing them and then um. I designed that city. I designed, like, the little hub world that you guys could get back to. Um, and then one other one. I did, I think the the village that you guys went up to when you were going to go fight the, uh, like, ice monster. Uh, that was, like, populated by the, um, the yokai. The, like, custom class that I made for uh, Eamon. Because he wanted to be... Um, oni. Yeah, an oni. Right. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to be an oni. So I, like, made a custom race and, like, made this thing. I still really like them. They're still... Some of oh, them are still good. slightly overpowered, but um, yeah, having four arms uh gets a little overpowered, but it it was it was a good system and it's a, a really interesting character. Yeah, I mean, I, I there because so I made I made one based off of every color that like an oni could be, and I made different like abilities and stuff. So like brown oni could have four arms, and that would change the way that they could do stuff. It like gave them a, and they were like a bit more based in strength, or you could be like a a red oni and have like a, a fire based system and stuff like that water and everything yeah um yeah they're they're a bit overpowered uh but like not crazy honestly it, it just will take like a few adjustments to make them work but um and also it depends on how you rule them like i could have definitely been a bit more stricter on the forearms thing but like also it depends on your players like i thought it was like yeah like Amon's character was pretty fucking strong but like he was having fun with it so yeah, i was like no i was like whatever no i, I never felt like oh god damn this guy's doing so much better than me i was like oh this is fun right like i because sure like uh, especially with the way i played it um and i, w- I wish i was better at it all the time because I, I weirdly i would try to like stick to rules for some things and then not some others um like i think it's more fun to just kind of go loose with it than trying to be specific yeah because the few times i did go specific afterwards i was like oh why the fuck did i do that like that that made it less fun like when uh kirsten tried to make that grappling hook thing yeah and I, like weirdly decided like rules lawyer that and i was like and then afterwards i was like why the fuck did i do that like just let her do it like give her a roll see if she fucking succeeded and if she didn't she didn't like 
um and i like i weirdly made that kind of hard um but like it i think that just comes with playing more often running a game more often like to figure out where you should be more strict and where you shouldn't be um and like it was constantly a learning curve and like uh at one point i brought my friend from texas in um and he was, he was playing with you guys and he was helping you guys heal because he didn't have any really healers oh yeah that's right because he was playing online while yeah. we were in person it was a little yeah it was fun though because he yeah because he was just like extra support yeah and uh and he also was like helping me figure out how to like balance it a bit better because he like he was part of like the people that i played with for like years when i was in college but yeah i mean dnd is fucking fun man like if you want to run i say go for it like i have fucking books you want to use them whatever but like the problem is a it takes a bit of time b you also need every person that you have involved needs to have the time which seems like none of us fucking have anymore you're like you need like four hours to get a fucking session going you get done like two just like a lot slower yeah i mean it just depends on how you want to go about it like if you want to have a fucking one where you're like telling this big ass story you need time and commitment which a lot of us don't have currently (laughs) but like if you want to just tell like a quick one-off like hey you entered you're in a tavern you go talk to this guy he gives you a mission you go and you do it and like it's a one-off and like you're all level five or whatever the fuck like easy you can do that shit in like three hours but also you got to be smart with it because combat can take forever like it's three rounds could take two hours yeah <laughs> depends on how you go about it time and commitment is like why i'm hesitant to get back into mmos because i want to try a new world but i was also like waiting on ashes of creation i know i was talking to you about that yeah. one i know it's doing a lot of similar things that um that new world's doing i just think i, I liked what they were doing a little better but it sure is still not out yeah i think it's an alpha right i think it's an um alpha? Let, me, beta? L- let me let me google that real quick yeah. while we anyway let's talking. move on to something i can talk about yeah at me for like an hour we played <laughs> before, we? i'm kidding i've only played the one session with austin Eamon. oh yeah and i think you were there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it was us three. yeah we were because we're four. trying to get it going again but Eamon doesn't want to do so we needed one yeah, more person yeah. and we also and i i yeah. said i might be able to it's just it's just the time because like i like I would love to do it, but, like, I can't, like, reasonably commit, like, a night. A w- like, it would have to be, like, different nights of the week for me. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, realistically, you got to find it, – it, it really – the only way you get it done is if you have a day that you can commit to. Like, that's yeah. why we do the podcast every Thursday. Yeah. It's the day that we've committed to, and once you fall off that one day you commit to, it fucking becomes impossible. Yeah, it becomes – Especially yeah, exactly. with D&D. Because, yeah. like, once you lose that day – then, it, then it's, it's, it's like over yeah it's it's, it's yeah. like missing that one day of going to the gym oh yeah like you just For spiral sure. out and you're like and it, it just never comes back yeah it it like uh because i'm in one campaign right now uh and it's purely over discord we do it on saturdays sometimes but like like two like at least two or three of us are like religious about being like what day can we figure out if it if the saturdays and work and then like i'm in a text-based one with the same guy who's the dm for the discord one uh, and that one's just whenever the fuck we're free, like we'll just message, like right. It's purely text based. For sure. Um, uh, real quick, Ashes of Creation is finished its second alpha, so it's going to have two beta runs, and then it will be released. No date. Mm. If it has an open beta, I'd be down to try that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna. So it's it's like I, I'm really excited about this game. It just seems like it's taking them a while to get it out, which like I get it. These are really big and complicated games, and I want you to finish the products before pushing it out. Yeah. You know, so you're not that fucking company. I'm getting impatient. <laughs> it's it's a vicious cycle, right? Yeah. Like there is there are people. 
I mean, yeah, you want to make the highest quality game, but then people are also like stark raving mad for your product. Yeah, like I, I so you have like, to appease both ends. Like I want to make it clear, like finish the game, like to take your time, finish the game. I'm yeah. not saying release it now. Yeah. Like, but it's it's like it's like ah oh, man, I really want that genre that. Uh, flavor of mmo and i and yeah been missing it for years and i have a lot of respect for people for companies that i have a lot of respect for companies who like outright acknowledge that like they have to delay the game by a significant amount of time yeah like i don't know if any of you hit me with that yellow card (laughs) (laughs) that didn't do anything (laughs) you're gonna hit me with yellow card make it mean something (laughs) when i get hit with the yellow card i'm down there on ocean avenue man i don't even get that one that's a monopoly joke i think is that a monopoly joke Really? You didn't get that one. Guess not. What 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 is it? Ocean Avenue the song? Oh. By the band Yellow Card. Uh oh uh, oh. No. Really? Come nope. on. Come on. That was pretty good. That was a pretty good one. My brain went to Electric Avenue and I was like, I got nothing. Gonna go down. No, very to different song. Electric Avenue. But anyway, We're not um, sing I that. like I have a lot of respect for companies that delay their games by like a significant amount of time. Yeah. Where they just like own up to it, right? Halo Infinite. Not even Halo. Well, yeah, Halo. Give them credit. Give them credit. For sure, Halo. They were supposed to come out with the launch of the Xbox Series X, and they were like, "But that was honestly, dude. Like a lot of people were giving shit for it, but I respect the shit out of that decision. Yeah, I really do because we played the open beta, dude. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah, wait, home. I did definitely did not get the invite. No, so. Uh, you have to do a thing to sign up for the beta invite, and yeah. everybody got in, and uh, I did the thing. Turns out there's two steps, and I thought that there was one step. Oof. Dude. Episode of the Best of Us. Literally yeah. so fun. It was great. It like, had a lovely I had, time. I had a blast. That multiplayer was super Phenomenal. fucking fun, dude. Not, That's what I'm saying. And so, like, I, if they didn't take the year, who knows what would have been. Even, and they're even saying, like, oh, we're not releasing Forge on release because it's just not ready. They didn't do that with too, though, right? Wasn't uh, Five's Forge delayed? I, so, I, I think, think something was delayed, but I, I don't delayed. remember I exactly. It was, I thought it was also Forge. It might have been. Uh, but, like, the the only thing I am bummed about is that co-op campaign won't be available immediately. That's, yeah. a, little, that's like, a little bummer. Because, like, me and my friends were like, dude, day fucking one. Yeah. We are fucking legendary running this shit. I said the same thing with my buddy Dylan, and then they announced that, and I was like, oh, shit. I was, I was so bummed. So, I mean, I'm going to go through it now. Like, uh, I, I probably won't go legendary first off. If I'll, do, doing I'll do normal nah, or hard. Yeah, I heroic. mean, I'll do heroic. Yeah, heroic. But, like, uh, I'll, I'll run through it, get all the fucking skulls. That way, all my friends will also do it, and then we're going to fucking legendary lasso that shit. Hell yeah. No, no. Oh, dude. Hell yeah. No. I, my, I, I like I like. I like not lasso trying to kill myself. I fucking no. love Lasso. Like, I hate Lasso. The lasso but sucks, I love, but lasso. love Lasso. Me yeah. and my friends, dude, hours. We did, we've did. we played every single Halo on Lasso. I'll never so forget. So good. Never forget doing it on Halo 3. Oh. Halo 3 was like the best Lasso H- Halo 3 run. is the Holy best memories. Shit. Same. Yeah, yeah, that's the best Halo R- game. 3 and Reach. Uh, I mean, a lot of memories. I played Reach a lot too. More so, Reach, more so Halo with Reach. Three, yeah. Because I think Halo Three, I, I was too young to get Halo Three, but Halo Reach when that came out, I got it day oh, one. No, because Halo Three also so had, many memories had the, on Reach. A, the campaign had a fuck ton of replayability, but like, oh, yeah. also custom games made yeah. that game last. Oh, no, because legendary. Because custom games of of Halo Three was why I bought an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty in the first oh, place, yeah. and that was like it. It was amazing it, i consider it still my golden age of gaming Dude, because i could just nights. hop on there's like 10 people in different custom game lobbies you go join one. Oh, what are they playing fat kid hell yeah i am yeah, the rocket, ice cream uh, man running over fat kids in my fa- am i allowed to sing that i have no idea Who's we'll find out uh, we'll but find like out. dude straight up oh god fucking love halo 3 custom games like the 
Uh, I, I I've never been able to find it again. Trash so bummed. Sky but, Castle. Uh, yeah, dude, we went back and played those, right? That was yeah, us. yeah, that was yeah, fucking I, I fun. I don't think we played Sky Castle though. Oh, maybe that was my other friends. Dude, it, it Sky Castle was so much fun, and there was Wait, like uh, there was like two really big friends. Sky Castle maps, and my friend made one of them. Really? Yeah, it it was on um it was on Sandbox in the upper level part. And mm. I remember being in the lobby while he was making it, and I was an uh, annoying little shit, so I kept, like, del- deleting some things as a joke. And then he kicked me from the lobby, and uh, and then it was a very successful map, and I was like, yeah, you were right to kick me. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. an annoying kid. I fucking I, – I, Halo 3 custom is, man. Like, uh, literally, I remember somebody recreated um, the uh, the first map from Knockdown on Toten. Is that what it is? Yeah, Knockdown yeah. on Toten, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember the name for a second. Of uh of like ba- basically that map in in um oh shit um, was that was foundry that, was that yeah it was in yeah three. foundry yeah it was in three and foundry like you would uh like the zombies had to get into mongooses to then get into like they would warp yeah. into the building basically and like you had to do certain shit like it was I think it was a modded map because you had to do certain shit to like open up a new area and then you could buy guns off the wall and shit like that it was I don't think awesome. it was modded I think people were just really good at making maps in Halo because well, I remember like you would see the outline of the gun and then you'd walk up to it and you'd like have to hit RB to like pick it up and then it would spawn in and then you could grab it but yeah. I thought I thought it costed like points or some shit May- maybe that was remember. a modded because I remember there was a version I did play on just regular 360 unmodded and stuff that was like that there was a couple different maps like that like do you remember the mist map yes yeah dude that one was so much fun there was also like just the simple ones man the the one i loved which was uh i think it's just called the train it's on standout i believe or no the one with the fucking wheel last resort. okay last resort yeah um and it would just be in the water me, me and my friends from texas were playing this for like a while a little while back um and it's like just the fucking like uh, cargo boxes that had the holes in them and you'd spawn a bunch of people in the boxes and they're suspended by like teleporters and there'd be like zombies and they'd run they could jump high and like they had speed and they had gravity hammers and swords and they would jump and swing the gravity hammers at the boxes and try and they would like fucking twist around and like if you, and you would either fall out and then kill you and then you get more zombies or you uh or you tried to like you so the goal was to stay in them and hope it didn't fucking fall to the ground and, like, get loose and fall down. Like, that shit's just the simplest shit. It was so fun, though. Smear, the pinky, uh, what, what, Halo so, on some Halo. Some of those names, not very PC. Hey, hey, Smear the Pinky is uh-huh. the name. Yeah. Is, the, is the only name it was ever known by. Sure. Sure was. Halo on Halo. Yeah. Uh, run. People run. <laughs> yeah. There was a, there, oh yeah. my god! There was a lot of the, uh, the what was that? It was like two thousand. To be fair, that one that one's probably not the word you're thinking it was. No, it's the word I'm thinking of. Which one? Run? Yeah, probably not. Oh, probably not what you're thinking. Probably not what you're thinking. But like, it wasn't like it, it, it's it's not offensive because of the word, really. Well, it kind of is, but like not not for whatever. We can't get into this. No, uh, it, but like it, some it, of them not very was, PC. I mean, yeah, it was it was a different time, and it was literally on the internet. People are going to put really stupid and offensive shit, and when you're like twelve years old, you're like, I guess this is fine. It's on Halo. Yeah, when you're a twelve year old yeah. little fat Cheeto dusted kid, like, but like yeah, you're gonna dude, be a, Halo three custom asshole. games, fucking incredible. And yeah. I am very excited for uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, well, he- like I'm excited at the very least for the multiplayer because that shit was fucking great. Yeah, uh, like I it was it was so good. Uh, I I mean they haven't really said anything else about the story since way back when, so I don't I don't 
I'm still like slightly hesitant on that just from what they've said, but like I'm gonna play it fucking. They basically remade it. Maybe. So I mean that's a year. I don't know how much you can really remake. I'm excited. I mean Joseph Staten's heading it now. He's the guy who wrote the original three. Yeah. Oh. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, because I'm ready to rock and roll. The only thing that like made me very like not very hesitant, but like more hesitant than I originally was was like the open world aspect because because Halo was a very just linear based story world like story mode at least. So I was like. Open world seems like a. I don't think it's thing. like open world. I think it's just large maps. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's not. I'm not like. The they haven't been very gonna, clear. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, just I'm waiting. Not, yeah. I'm, I'm not just gonna, waiting. Yeah. I'm, I haven't been like, fuck, this is not Halo. But like, I'm, I'm more just like, I'm hesitant, but like, I'm intrigued. If anything, the multiplayer will be fun. Uh, 100%. I, to if be anything. fair, I, plus what, are you, free, what, are you, what so. are you spending? You know, two hundred hours playing Halo on? Are you are you spending two hundred hours on the campaign? Like, no. Well, probably if I'm doing fucking last. If it's time. a good if you're campaign, doing, if you're doing, I mean, if it's a good campaign, I'm playing it three, four times. Right. Just by myself. Yeah. 100%. But but like I'm there for the I'm there for the custom games. Uh, me personally, I know a lot of people Who like knows the matchmaking the games and different stuff. Live again. It I feel will. like it's never been that it's strong. It's, nev- it's never been as strong as three. Though. Well, Reach, Reach was pretty strong. Re- no, Reach I, I, th- strong. I think Reach was like I don't think it was still strong. still very strong, but it was definitely like a step down. Like mm-hmm. again, when I was playing Halo Three, I'd have like 10, 20 people on at any given time in different lobbies. Now this yeah. is this is interesting, right? Because like you guys, because like I never I I missed the Halo Three hype. Like, so you say you're too I, I was, young. I what do you mean? You're age. older than me. I was not allowed to play rated oh. M games in okay. 2007. Okay. How old was I in 2007? No idea. 11. 11. I was not allowed to play rated M games. No. I got Halo 3 but and I, I lost Fable or... 2 because my the yeah. fucking game. Yeah, I've said that. Oh, the yeah. GameStop guy was like, this game is M. And they, they were like, my mom was like, well then take it out. Are you friggin' narc. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, like, all right, cool, dude. I got that when I was 13 and, or I was 12 actually. And uh, I do remember like just just being they were like is m rated okay i was like look this is okay this is just this is just shooty guys is that okay with you then they were like yeah as long as there's not like any sex or weird stuff i'm like yeah okay so i can't play grand theft auto but i can play fucking halo, halo call of duty dude, and halo bioshock is just awesome Wars. agreed 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 parents that's fair yeah. how i marketed it when i bought halo reach because halo reach came out when i was how 14 I marketed it mom how dad here's a it. spreadsheet here's my elevator here's my presentation here's my <laughs> elevator pitch you know what i said to them i said i said mom and dad You've heard of Halo. It's been around forever. I'm 14 years old. This is just Star Wars with real guns. And they were like, all right, what, what, whatever the fuck. I don't care. And I was Dude, like, if, cool. I, if I went if I, if I, if I to my parents, like, you've heard of Halo. They would have been like, no, we haven't. <laughs> no, yeah. no, my dad, my mom and dad knew Halo because they, they remembered specifically like in, in 2001 when it was fucking everywhere. Yeah. And no, 2004, I mean, when Halo 2 was fucking yeah. everywhere. Uh, so I they mean, were like, "Oh yeah, that game. He, it's the green guy, right? It's the green guy with like the thing." And I'm like, "Yeah, that, nah." I'm, <laughs> I'm I. It's weird because I don't think most people give a shit, but like I'm so curious to see if the story mode includes the uh, Halo Wars people. It is. We don't the know banished. that. No, 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 not the banished. The people, the fucking the, the oh, people like in the, the Spartan, spirit of fire. Uh, yeah, like Captain Cutter and shit. Because I don't give a fuck. I 100% do. I love Halo Wars so much. Minus Halo 3, it is my they they are my favorite Halo games. I love them so much and I hate RTSs. I like I really See, liked I, Halo Wars 1. I, I really I, liked the first one. I Halo Wars RTS. 2 was less didn't like Halo Wars. Uh, Halo Wars 2 was l- was less as fun, but like the story was still great. Mm-hmm. Um I got to play and it. And they're still fucking gorgeous to look at cuz Blur did the cutscenes and oh my god. 
God, I got so much time Ugh. for Blur. And um, so I, much time. I for Blur. I have I I really want them to show up. I don't think they will, but I really. But I mean, you never know. I mean, so based on Halo Wars 2's story mode, I guess spoilers if anyone hasn't played it. Hi, you cut yourself. I'm gonna play it. Are you? No, I didn't cut myself, but yeah, I'm gonna play it. Oh, okay. I have Games Pass. I can play it. All right. Don't spoil it, please. I didn't realize you were gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Okay. Well, Please. I kind of have to, right? Because they're gonna show up in Infinite. I mean, you don't have to. I don't think they really well, are counting well, we on don't people know. playing it. We don't know. No, but like, I I don't think they're gonna count on people playing Halo Wars Two for the story to make sense. You know what I mean? Well, that makes sense, but like, you know, that little flavor text. Yeah. I, don't, I have no idea who the banished are, so it'll be nice to learn who they are. Uh, I know? just I, I hope uh, I hope the people on the Spirit of Fire show up. That'd be fucking rad, I dude. I think it'd be very cool. Uh, just kidding. I, I I'm not gonna go back on my position. I don't give a fuck who they are. <laughs> no, I do, dude. Red team is great. Spartan red team. I'm more of a I fan. Of, I'm remember. more of a fan of the blue team. They really defend blood. Which Gulch. one was a? Uh, which one was Osiris? Is that Locks or? Yeah, that's they're not. They're Spartan fives. Fours. Oh, I don't fucking care. Four, four, fives. Fours. Fives. Fives. Who? who I watched the playthrough of five, is. and I just like figure it because I I don't own an Xbox. Have I ever done that elevator pitch on this podcast about why how I think they could have improved that? A- Halo Five. Yeah. No. How? Did I ever give that on the podcast? I don't think no? so. Maybe. Okay. I can I'm, do I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hear it again though. Yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 not, probably, okay. I'm gonna hear no, it for it's, the first it's time. Not, I'm sure and I'm fresh out of no, beer. I've, I've, def- I've definitely said it to you before. I think. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I think the they <laughs> I always love this comparison. They should have taken a page. Out of uh, Sonic Adventure Two Battles book, okay, you said Str- this yeah. strong, yeah. strong, yeah, you said strong this. and bold start. Yeah, so Loved what what game. you do is what they what I think would have been made this story so much better is because the marketing campaign is all about like it was the two sides, right? Is Master Chief a fucking villain or is Locke a fucking asshole? That was the entire marketing campaign. One was like Locke walking up to Master Chief and like fucking pulling a pistol on him, and then one was Locke on the ground and Master Chief doing that, right? So what you should what what would have been great for that story was instead of like intermingling them the way they did, was you play the story as one team the whole way through. So you start off as playing as Locke, and you that's the that's the story mode you get the entire time, and the entire point of view is Master Chief has fucking gone rogue. He's he's a he's the villain. He's a bad guy, right? And you play the story mode, and you go through, and like the whole time, Master Chief seems like he's legitimately gone wrong, like gone rogue, like he's he's like he's bad. And then you get to the end, and you fucking like take down Master Chief, and you bring him in. That's how Locke's story ends. That that's over. You unlock Master Chief's story. You play as Master Chief's team the entire way through the thing. You get his side of the story, and this time now you like. He's doing the things for a reason, whatever, whatever. Locke's now stopping him, and, like, he's the bad guy. You play through that. You get to the end. Like, you beat the shit out of Locke or whatever, and you do the ending. Then, after you do that, you get, like, a third thing, which is just the real ending. You don't play through the whole game again. It's just the real ending, which is, like, where they meet up and, like, explain whatever the fuck happens, and Locke finally, like, gets it or whatever, however you want to tell that story. And then they both go after uh, Cortana, right? Because that's how that uh, story goes. And, like, that's the ending where now they're working together. They realize why he did what he did. Master Chief realizes why he's going after him. Whatever. And that's the ending. Like, how much more interesting of a game would it have been if the story you start off playing is Master Chief is a bad guy. He He's doing wrong. You fucking take him in. And then, oh, shit, you get Master Chief's story. And you find out why he's doing it. And then, after that... You get the real ending, which is them working it out. Like, because then you stick to your marketing campaign, because the whole marketing campaign was Master Chief's gone rogue. (laughs) Like, 
They didn't commit to it because you find out in the second mission that he's not really doing anything wrong. So, like, what's the point? No, so you don't give a shit about Locke. It was, it was really marketed wrong. Like, it was a very good and interesting marketing strategy, but then it was just like, oh, nobody's the bad guy here. It's just a misunderstanding, like a fucking romance anime. You just right. gotta talk to each other. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, how much more interesting of a story would that have been? I think because they do that in Sonic Adventure too. That's why. I, I personally, oh yeah, no, like the the good and bad and yeah. the choose. Yeah. How great would it that? Here's have been? the thing. I really like that idea, and I think that should have been the way that it goes. Because yeah, I mean, from that perspective, yeah, I mean, like the, you have the you have the opportunity there for like a lot of great reveals and like a lot of really heavy moments there. But I think Halo 5's story is fundamentally flawed from the get go. So any attempt to salvage it is just going to be a moot point. What is it about the story of Five that bothers you? I think Five's story is like so devoid of of the things that make Halo good. Because I have my own complaints, but I want to I want to hear a couple of I want to hear a couple of yours. Because like uh, oh, I want to say overall first, um, I like Halo Five. It pl- it plays well. Uh, it was fun. I liked the story. Uh, I mean, I I liked the campaign mode. I had fun with it. But it was very different than some of the previous games. And I want I want to. Go, please. I, but, so I, I, I've never had game. Oh wait, feel. do you want? Yeah, just right before you get into your whole detail, I would also like to say that when I first played Halo Five, I fucking hated it. Uh, and then me and my friend um, last year, I think, uh, we went through every Halo game. We played last on all of them, and uh, it made me like Five a lot more than I originally did because I fucking hated it. Still, do not like Four. Still don't like Four. But um, I uh, I Five I still like don't love by any means but like i like i found myself appreciating it more than i originally did four i liked a bit more but i still don't like it overall i think it's still my least favorite halo um and i know most people put five as their least favorite so like i understand i'm in a minority there but like replaying it did like make me like five more mm-hmm. um and the campaign is flawed 100 percent. but like at least the characters are interesting like I, I I like Osiris's team. Uh, Laura Bailey is my bay, so like I, I listen to her. I'm like, yeah, all right, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm just like you know what, whatever. You tell me whatever the hell you want. Like, um and uh, and I wish we got more information about uh, Blue Team, but like, whatever. Like uh, they they're cool. I I'm intrigued, and they had dropped hints about them for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, like I I agree, it's flawed fundamentally, but like. I liked their interactions. So, like, it made it a bit better for me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go in depth about why you think it's so a So, I'm going to disagree flawed. about everything you just said now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Oh. It so, wouldn't be an oh. opinion no, that I, we have if gonna... we didn't disagree Mike, you and I agree on most things. Just very sp- specific things we disagree on, and we're very passionate about those specific things. So... So I, I like like I was saying like before, we said we hate each other. Once we this fucking podcast is over, we go to yeah, different we, cars. We never talk like, to we, never yeah, talk we go to different other. cars. Yeah, yeah we I would hope so. We have, I, we have different limos. Take yeah, us out yeah, of yeah, here. Yeah, I put I my sunglasses on. Get me out of the shit. We don't fucking yeah. look at each other. Can <laughs> confirm. I've seen you go into different cars after every episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've also seen that. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, <laughs> tell me, tell me. Yeah. So Halo Five, Halo Five, like I was saying before, I think it's fundamentally flawed from the start because I think Halo Five completely just does away with everything that made Halo good to begin with because halo the core of halo is the relationship between master chief and cortana that is the core fundamental thread that brings halo together you know aside from like you know gameplay and the way it feels and stuff like that but narratively narratively master chief and cortana are at the center of all of their games 
right? And that's no more, and that and that's the most apparent in four, obviously, because four explores the relationship deeper than any other Halo has, in my opinion. But five, I understand why Chief wants to go after Cortana. Like that, I get. Master Chief's missions in that game are the best, in my opinion. But playing the game as anybody other than Chief is just a slog because they are so generic, one-note, one-dimensional characters. Oh, Locke is 100%. Like, but I don't agree. Even what, the what, rest of them. What, about, what about, like, Six? No, or, Buck, or no, the, Buck, or, Buck um, is fine. Buck is cool. Oh, yeah, I completely, that's like, I completely forgot Buck was and then the ODSTs? Six and the ODSTs. Yeah, six from reach. No, no, no. I'm ODSTs. saying in five. I'm saying five. in five. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Six. No, no. Um, I was, I was going to be like. No, the ODSTs. Some, the ODSTs are like the second tier, in, in like my opinion. Between like, if you get like between Cortana no- in chief and then the ODST team. And then In terms Noble of like six? overall development. And then Noble Six. And then Six's team. Okay. I think the ODSTs had more to go off of. Halo ODST is a way more emotional game. I think it's than, also just a very different I, 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 it's also a very I different think, game. Yeah, but me, Reach is also yeah. very emotional. For but, me, uh, Re- Reach and ODST, it's pretty hard to decide between the two because they're they're both fucking phenomenal. They're so games. good. They're so so nothing. So good. I, I, nothing. I, I, I do but agree good that hundred percent uh, Locke is boring. Yeah, uh, but Buck so, and uh, I'm forgetting her name. And, I feel really bad. But Laura Bailey's character, I think, are both interesting people. So I I I disagree because like Halo Five is also a game that commits like a cardinal sin that any other that like films do this too tv does this it, not really albums but like any visual medium really it does this where they commit the cardinal sin of making you rely on supplementary material to understand the happenings of the main material star wars is like the biggest fucking offender of this because all of these characters that are in halo 5 have appeared previously before halo 5 in halo novels Right. And you get their, uh, you know, their characters are already established in these novels and they just were like, oh, yeah, these guys exist. Let's put them in five. Right. So unless you have read those novels and unless you have engaged with the supplementary text, you're not going to know what the fuck, who the fuck these people are. Oh, you're saying the game, blue team also. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Frank. I did. I didn't and like all these other people. And the other person, the only other person that you, uh, you, the player have a connection with besides Chief and Cortana in that game is Buck because we played as buck we've seen buck we've spent time with him and we know who he is as a character right so halo 5 doesn't do a great job of introducing these people and making them making you care about them also frederick's travis willingham and i'm all about it what frederick's travis willingham also oh yeah yeah. and uh and also he's the only spartan that i remember at least in the lore that has ever gotten past uh like the lowest rank because all spartans are just the fucking lowest rank in the military uh he's the only one that's ever gotten a promotion Laura, and Laura. he outranks Master Chief, and he and then when Master Chief came back, he was like, "Okay, John, you can lead it. I'll take. I'll step down." <laughs> so he stepped down from leading Blue Team to let Master Chief do it because mm. he's like, "Yo, you're fucking Master Chief." Yeah, there's like the literal the hero over. But he outranks Master Chief. He's the only Spartan to ever get a promotion. I think that rules. Uh, but La- um, Laura, wait, Laura ba- Bailey plays Morgan. Is that her name? That's her name. I thought it was Morgan. like I thought it was like a Kess or something. It's Morgan. Oh. I thought it was Linda. No, that's the other one. That's the other one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, but I Linda, Linda, was... Frederick, they've all appeared in supplementary Halo novels. Like, they've all appeared, and they've brought them over to 5, but 5 doesn't do a good job of acclimating the person who has only played the Halo games to those people, right? So there's that where, like, there, there is there is no reason that we should care about these people. And, like, and then, like, like, the first mission, for instance, like, you're just thrown into these people's shoes without giving them, like, but, like, 
that you're thrown into these people's shoes without like any like fanfare or introduction or anything to make us like grab these people right like they're literally just I mean, attacking a covenant slide, base that sliding down the mountain is pretty fucking it's rad. great no it's oh, no don't get me wrong <laughs> fucking rules that's a right? great intro but to narratively, team. yeah but narratively these people are these people are strangers to us and the game doesn't do a good job of throughout it's like 5 or 6 hour long campaign of moving past the we're still strangers i will say point. i will say though that the intro to both campaigns sets up great like really well visually the difference between how they operate because the <laughs> intro to the Osiris squad for the Spartan fives or fours, whatever, is that big, like, they're sliding down the mountain, they're fucking taking all these people out. And then the intro for Blue Team is very making calculations. They open the fucking Pelican door, they shoot out, they're going through space. Uh, I forget her, her name, but I believe it's one of the female Spartans, like, snipes the fucking window a few times. They break into the window. They very efficiently just bam, bam, bam. Everyone sucks out. They yeah. activate their boots and everything. They're just like, all right, cool, let's move. Yeah. Like flashy to just very tactical they're fucking spartan twos they know exactly what they're doing yeah i will say that sets no, it up I, very I well i do i do enjoy that dichotomy it's just my main problems are with the handling of the characters oh, and how yeah, the yeah. and how the story story progresses because at the end of the day when you finally see cortana i i fucking hate what they did with cortana in this game because at the end of the day when you just see cortana she just becomes the prophet of truth like that's all she is she's just like the person because prophet of truth wanted to spread the covenants like fucking weird theological beliefs throughout the galaxy right. and like control the galaxy she wants to do the same thing she's just like yeah ai i want them to all rise up and just control the galaxy there's no there's no like connective tissue between like there or not connective tissue should i say i should say differentiation between the prophet of truth and cortana she just becomes like a mustache twirling like hey I, your wife is on the train tracks like t you got are you going to be able to get there in time to change the track and move on to the other way like very ragtime 1920s villain like I don't feel that Cortana I, I don't feel that they set Cortana up enough to have that weird radical shift in her character. Because Cortana in four is I think her best portrayal. If anybody hasn't realized yet, I think four's story is the best of the series. Really? Do you really? Besides ODSTs? Uh, no, I think I like it more than ODSTs. Really? Being real. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I, I, think I it's really, good. I don't really I think, care about I think ODST is, ODST is absolutely my favorite game based purely on atmosphere, gameplay, and multiplayer alone. Well, not, maybe not multiplayer because I only have Firefight, but it did come with that fucking red as hell map pack that had like 20 maps on it, the disc. Oh, yeah, dude. You know that, what was, I'm talking about? that was the sick. Mythic pack. Yeah. The Mythic pack. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. ODST is purely my favorite Halo because narratively, it's it's flawless. And atmosphere wise, it's flawless as well. It's soundtrack. Bro, I don't even get started. But for story. That jazz. I haven't played that in over a decade. I should fucking fix that. It's. Yeah, my friends did a whole run through with it's, it. Um, oh. I, did, I did want to get Port it to PC. Actually. They did. Did they? ODST's in the Master Chief Collection. Fuck. It is? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's how we played it. We played it? Not we, not we, but oh. like. Oh, dope. I'm going to go play oh, ODST. That's how, yeah, that's, that's how my that's friends how, like, went and played, it. played it. I'm going to play ODST, guys. Yeah, dude. Um, But 4, is, four, four I think, does such an incredible job of humanizing Master Chief because Master Chief right in the first three Halos like yeah he's cool but he's supposed to be a proxy for the player right I, and that I he's get he's fucking Rambo he's, fu he's fucking Rambo he's supposed to be a proxy for the player he's supposed to be this unstoppable killing machine that you know has a quippy one liner every once in a while and is very you know set in his ways and, and sturdy and astute right but Sergeant 4 Johnson. does such a Permission to give the Covenant their bomb back. Yeah, permission to give the Covenant fucking, their bomb back. Can I also back. talk about like a... Sorry best to interrupt you, but best also, line in the fucking also game. The, also the same in the same game when um 
he 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 teleports onto high charity and the grunt turns around and sees him and he's like boo it's so good it's <laughs> so good it. Dude, phenomenal permission to go snuggy mode <laughs> sir going blanky mode <laughs> um but uh i can i can i say one thing that let I me think, let me just finish okay, my thought on four real quick so in four the in, in, cortana and chief's relationship is explored i think so flawlessly and so per- like perfectly and flawlessly same thing but i i think it's explored with such nuance and so flawlessly that humanizing chief i think was the best thing that 343 could have done in all honesty because i was already sick and tired after three games of not connecting with this character and maybe this is coming from like someone who is more more most familiar with a medium that heavily relies on its characters that being film um so me maybe that's me not being able to separate that and see them as two different entities but even games nowadays are becoming way more reliant. I mean, like you have iconic See, I, characters. I, I would you know agree, what I mean? but I think three did it better because three does the whole thing where she's she seems like she's going rampant in the in the hive mind when she's being taken over by grave mind. I mean, mm-hmm. and she's like breaking apart, and he's trying to get her, and then he you finally reach her, and she's like falling apart, and she's like, "I'm so sorry." And then he like you get that moment between them, and I thought that was more powerful than anything they did. But that's I, the, but that's I, where the thing is. You say th- that moment. Four is no. filled with but those no, moments. No, 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 no. I don't think four is me, as, as me, good or impactful. Let me make You're, arguments for three here again, okay. uh, because like that was the mission of three is saving Cortana. Yeah. Like you have to spend that time. Like that from the second it opens, the second it opens, what do you get? You know they let me choose, right? You know that whole line where she's going on about how she chose Chief, and it's yeah. like that was where it really started for me of the connection of these two people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's why, like three, the base blows up. You fall down the fucking train shaft or the the elevator shaft, and you get that whole. Was I right? Was I wrong? Or was it just luck? Like yeah. that whole <laughs> thing. Like yeah. that whole game is about that. And I no, think it I'm does not, it better. And believe than me, it does and believe me, does. I'm not saying that three does it that th- also, three does it poorly because three does it so well. I'm just saying that three is more so. I think a building block to what four ended up becoming. Uh, I, c- I can see where you're saying with that. Also, three is the best one because you get to three work. is the best because one. you get to work with the arbiter. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I just I, the elites I, in general I, I just, joining you is fucking I, awesome. like. Because I know I'm gonna say that like I ODST is my favorite, so obviously yeah. I think that's the best one. But I know if I say that, like people are gonna be like, "No, you fucking moron." Say whatever the fuck you want. Fucking say whatever moron. The fuck you want. Three, no, see, three is the best. That makes Reach more sense best to me. I just don't. I just don't like four. I, I, think I don't it, think four is the best one. I don't think it does. I don't. I don't think it does. And I don't think it tells its story as well as even three does. I think three does it. It's simpler and better. I think All each right. individual Halo game has like the best that they've ever. I done. also, you know what I mean. This is not yeah. an unpopular uh, thought. I don't think, but uh, I also really don't like Master Chief's redesign in three and four. His armor is so in weirdly three? Bul- uh, Sorry, four and five. Oh, it's so no. The armor in four bulky. is so bad. It's like, not as good. Oh, it's so like, bad. When, when he's in that fight with Locke, and it just looks like an old, like old people just fucking swinging. Yeah. I was like, dude, this armor looks like shit. It, no. it looks so bulky and Four's doesn't make any like fucking bro. sense. It peaked yeah. at three. Well, and they're going no, back dude, to it. Thank Infinite's God. armor looks awesome. No, looks great. His armor, his yeah. Chief's armor in Infinite looks amazing. All right, final, final but, thoughts. Yeah, Fa- favorite Halo game? Three. Favorite ODST. Halo game? ODST. Three. Yeah, 100%. Right. And I'm super excited for him. Which, I mean, ODST is pretty much a no, glorified it's, expansion it's, pack. It's a glorified expansion pack for three, and it's also top easy top three. Yeah. So would you be able to count, I guess... Three, three and ODST is one game because they happen in tandem. Well, weren't they supposed to be? They, they happen in tandem. Wasn't this supposed yeah. to be like a DLC or some shit? It, it yeah. is kind of like a – it they is, again, a glorified time. DLC. It happens yeah. after – it happens – ODST takes place after the new Mombasa mission in three. Yeah. So it they happen 
kind of in Dude, the same. Dude, they ever made another sequel? Oh, I'm so glad. Oh my god, that'd be so. Tight. With one of the fucking, I, I think they should explore how Mickey the... becomes a terrorist yeah. and kills a bunch of people with a bomb, a suicide bomb in the I'm middle of s- New Mombasa. Sorry. You I guys want to get pissed off for real quick? Real, I, real I, I know, second? I know that uh, Rook dies. I know that. Uh, yeah, Mickey kills Rook. No, he sacrifices himself. I know that story. He hundred percent sacrifices himself. No, I thought I thought Mickey killed Rookie. No, no, no. What happened? Okay, so Rick, if you're talking, if you're talking about terrorist. that, they set up a bomb, and the plan goes bad. Buck makes a plan that goes bad, and they set up all these bombs, and the Covenant get are coming in, and uh, and Rookie sacrifices himself. He pushes them out of the way. It stays to set off the bombs because they have to do it manually, and so he. Explodes the fucking thing, killing all the Covenant and saving everything. Yeah, doesn't Mickey go insane after that and then like he strap goes, himself he, with a okay, explosive yeah. vest? He goes insane and becomes a. But I, I think he loops back to being a good guy. I think they help him. Uh, nice. But but I I yeah. But he doesn't. Yeah, he did go and save for a while. I think he went anti uh, UNSC for a bit. I do think that's right. Uh, okay. I think he was on like a resistance or something. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, because that's um. That's part of the reason why, uh, by Buck like stops being a a leader or whatever because Rook, Rookie dies and he's like, and it's the only character that um I think it's um it's like the I forget what it is but it's it's one of the only characters to like the way that they died or something that like you play because uh you play two characters Master Chief and Six are both uh, hyper lethal vectors. Which are the uh, deadliest ro- like uh, co- accommodation that you could get, uh, and only six and Master Chief have that, um, and then six dies because of that. That's such uh, a fucking, tight yeah. as fuck hyper name. lethal, honestly, hyper so lethal cool. vector. Especially it's oh, so tight. The, the the mission where six dies is the fucking one, lone wolf. One, well, I think I think that might be one of the best way to, to conclude a fucking video game and i think the best opening is the odst opening when you fucking yeah drop pod yeah, in, in first person oh. dude playing that on pc with like headphones on lights off with like the sound booming bro. <laughs> but i think i think halo has a lot of like genuinely artistic moments in it in terms of like cinematography and just like overall game design too like nothing thinking back on it nothing gives me chills more then when Lone Wolf starts, the last mission of, of, of Reach, and the, the the objective flashes across the screen, it just says, survive. Yeah. And, like, it's just, the atmosphere is just filled with dread. Like, all the dust is blowing because the Pillar of Autumn just launched. And, you, and you're getting Covenant coming at you from every direction. You can barely friggin' see. Like that shit's art, dude. When this, like, when incredible. they, when you start getting hit and just the cracks start happening, and the cracks, yeah, 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 and the cracks start happening. And eventually, oh, you throw the helmet. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, the, it's... the most disrespect is Rook, Rook getting fucking uh, just killed off screen. Yeah, your, your main guy, and you're just like, oh, he's just fucking dead, that I sucks. guess, dude. Uh, anyway, we should probably wrap up. Yeah, yeah. we covered a whole gambit of stuff. We sure did. Except yeah. like they're all one topic, like just solitary. Yeah, one is this topics, the first time like, we've ever had an episode where we've like stuck to a topic for a long time and then just continue talking about it? Uh, I think I think that usually happens when we just have three of us. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Uh, anyway. Let's cross talk. <laughs> yeah. True. Anyway, hey, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. You know. It helps us out or whatever. Uh, if you're listening on uh, any of our streaming s- services, our, like we own them. God, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'm, Mr. Uh, I'm Mr. Spotify. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to uh, rate, follow, uh, leave a review on whatever the fuck you can review on. I don't even know anymore. Um, and next week, 
right, is our anime club where we fucking sadly have to talk about handshakers. Once yeah. again, don't watch that show. Please don't. This, this is the probably the only time I'll ever say don't watch it along with us. Just don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to just watch us be really fucking upset for an entire episode. We're trying to be articulate about it. I'm sure at some points we'll just yell at Sage about why the fuck she made us watch it. Probably. But, um, I'm not going to say articulate things. I'm just going to tell you how much yeah, it I'm sucks. <laughs> we ha- we're going to try to be articulate about it. Otherwise, it's just going to be an hour and a half of nothing. Um, and uh, don't forget to check out Cat at uh, Cat the Moonstar on Twitch and our buddy Anthony here at uh, Super Milkshake. Before you close, uh, real quick, it's so by the time I think this episode airs, it'll already be out. But um, next week in this real time, uh, I will have a new video out, um, so secrets. you should check it out. Uh, I am talking about uh, my vinyl collection and some very interesting and rare vinyls that I have, so if you're into that, uh, check it out. My link to my channel will be in the description. Yeah, uh, it sure will be. And uh, funny enough, I think you're, you you mentioned that in the episode that is coming out next week. Oh, did I? I think so. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I, well, I technically didn't lie, right? Because I said that it would be out by that yeah, time. Yeah, so, something yeah. like that. But anyway... Um, no, no, I didn't mean that as a bad thing. I just no, 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 yeah, no. But yeah, anyway, no, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, don't forget to uh, check back in with us next Monday, and um, you know, hit us up on Twitter or whatever the hell. Talk to us. Uh, and yeah, I think that's everything. So uh, hey, thanks for watching us and listening to uh, uh, the three of us fucking boys rant um, about things we're semi passionate about. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, see you guys next week for us all to be very mad. (laughs) Bye. See See ya. ya.